Welcome back. Today we delve into our personal fantasies and dreams. And then we'll bring back some people from the dead. This is The Boardroom. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. Have you or a loved one suffered complications from transvaginal mesh? If so, call me, winky face. Note, this was recorded before April 9th, 2021. Our first uh, portion, not portion, segment, Mm -hmm. excuse me, of the day is um, a reoccurring segment that we have on the show, which is, of course, personal fantasies. Yeah. Now, this is this is what I've been thinking about quite some time. Um, when I, Whenever I purchase a home, which at this rate is going to be when I'm like 67, um, I want to have a wall of family photos in my house. Mm. And then occasionally I'd slip a random family into it and it would start small. <laughs> yeah. But the gag is like they'd be a completely different race. Like they would look mm. absolutely <laughs> nothing like anyone in my family. Yeah. Uh, or it'd be like just like a photo of the Duggars. So it's just like a giant Mormon uh, <laughs> family, right? Yeah. And then it would start small. And then eventually, over time, I would keep adding photos. Mm-hmm. And then I would wait to see how long it would take for people to notice. Yeah. Or better yet, I would invite another family over. And I'd be like, this is my wall of photos. And then they'd <laughs> notice one of them is their own family's photo yeah. framed. <laughs> Or maybe just their kid. Just a photo <laughs> of their child that they've never shown me. Yeah. And that's it. That's the gag. And then I invite them into dinner and I ne- I never mention it. Yeah. I think that would be cool. I want to cause chaos. I would want to like take like an old picture of like my family and I in Disney and like Photoshop their kid into it. <laughs> be like, you didn't remember when we went to Disney World with your little Johnny? Yeah, with like- your child. <laughs> Don't you remember that weekend yeah. where you were like completely knocked out from a... Yeah. You were you were on a downer. Yeah. We gave you guys some ketamine and you were up for three days and then you just crashed for two. Exactly. And we're like, he enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. We shaved his head, made him act like he was one of those make a wish kids. <laughs> yeah. We got to doing the front that. of the line of every roller coaster. Oh my god. Those <laughs> bastards. I bet you. I'm like one of the, sometimes I get suspicious and I'm like, does that kid have cancer or does he just have alopecia? <laughs> yeah. Either one is possible. Or just very like, do they check? I'm just saying, if you showed up and you were like, my child has cancer, and you did the whole Gypsy Rose Blanchard thing where you, like, gave her those yeah. little, those um, breathing tubes or whatever, made her look really sick. Which is so crazy. What are they going to check? Is there a little, <laughs> yeah. the little is kid is just, like, sitting it? in a wheelchair, all Stephen hawking up. <laughs> Fun family activities to do together. Pretend one of them has cancer yeah. and then just... <laughs> Go through all of the lines. Yeah. Better yet, if you get those wheelchairs that are like the manual, like robotic ones where the kid has to like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can hear, you can hear it going. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, um, that's one of my personal fantasies. And the second one mm-hmm. is I want to get on Jeopardy. Um, R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Mm, a legend. He holds all the power because he has those cards. You take those away. What does he have? <laughs> Yeah, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. Um, I want to go on Jeopardy, mm-hmm. and then I want to get every answer wrong. Like, <laughs> so wrong. Like, deliberately. I sabotage the entire game. Like, he's not even finished asking the question, and I'm already, like, smashing the buzzer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to do that. And just kind of ruin it. I want to be... You know how there's, like, those record holders for, like, the most amounts people have won? I want to oh, yeah. lose the most <laughs> out of any contestant. Yeah. 
finished with negative twenty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> yep, Sarah. That's right. And I, you know, that's the thing. You got to go big or go home. If True. you're not going to win big, you better lose big. <laughs> yeah, you better drag everyone else down with you. There you go. Do you have any more personal fantasies of yours? Because I feel like those two are my my biggest ones on my bucket list. I would like to be a bobblehead. Is what my sort of like a Funko Pop. No, not, not even like a Hawaiian Funko girl Bob. on the dashboard. Yeah, like Hawaiian girl on the dashboard okay. level. Like I want to be like very cheaply made bobblehead. And I feel like it would be like accurate to me because I have sort of a special connection to bobbleheads. I was basically a human bobblehead um, when I was a kid because <laughs> my head grew like way faster than my body. It's so, like when I was like one, they had to like take me to the hospital because like my head was like in like the 99th percentile. <laughs> like my head was. But your body giant. was in like the 50th. Yeah, so like my, just... yeah, my body was like normal sized and then my head was massive. So like I feel like I deserve to have a bobblehead after being so disproportionate when I was little. I feel like it's kind of what the world owes me at this point. I'm imagining your adult head on a baby's body <laughs> yeah. and your parents bringing you in like, doctor, we don't know what to do. Yeah. And then you're just like, mother, <laughs> give me some milk. I need some milk. I need to latch. And then your mom's <laughs> like, she's been talking like this since day one. I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And he's like, dear God. We've never seen anyone like this. The headband is still there. You were born with it on. <laughs> That's nice. I can't relate because I was a very normal baby. Mm. I was like, a, I was a very hot baby, actually. <laughs> Wow, that's exciting. Deadass. I peaked physically yeah. when I was a child. And like people know, like my family says that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it sucks. You know, it's everything's gone downhill when people in your family and your friends were like, you used to be so cute. Remember when you used to be so adorable? And I'm like, wow, loving these past tense verbs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice. Um, now that you got to know a little bit more about us on a deeper psychological level, there is mm -hmm. one question that I have been pondering. Yeah. What is Dick Cheney doing right now? <laughs> Killing people. <laughs> indirectly <laughs> yeah he's pushing the he's pushing the button but he's not pulling the trigger yeah I, is he still alive i always say this like he's alive right he's on his like fifth heart <laughs> yeah there has to be a limit yeah there has to be a limit where they're like sir there's you've taken you're enough done. <laughs> yeah you've taken this is you're just greedy you've had your fair share of organs sir right it's like that rockefeller the one who's still who's like a hundred mm. he's like the grandchild of the the original rockefeller this man is on his fourth heart sir jesus is calling pick up the phone <laughs> yeah. this is it's how do you even a fourth heart yeah four people have died for you to continue living what I'm assuming is a horrible life. If you're 100, he's like yeah. drooling out of his mouth. He's yeah. getting changed by his nurse. What's I would, I would, you know, at that point, I'd be like, you know what? Take me out. Yeah. I wish Prince Philip would say that. I 100%. He's purple. He's fully like, um, oh my God, I don't even know how to describe him. He looks like a rotting sausage. It's so, <laughs> it's so disturbing. Yeah. Maybe Queen Elizabeth actually is snacking on the pineal glands of children because she looks pretty good for someone <laughs> yeah. in her 90s. Yeah, she looks better than him. She looks like she can at least, you know, withstand harsh winds. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. He's so brittle. I feel like if you pushed Prince Philip down, 
down the staircase. He'd smash like a glass. Like his limbs would just like he'd he'd actually completely shatter. Oh, and you'd realize it was just a bunch of mannequin parts. What if Prince Philip actually was dead and he was being like weekend at Bernie's? That's <laughs> yeah. not a that's not a you know what I mean. Like yeah. he was just being propped up by the royal family. Would that be shocking? No, not at all. Exactly. We've all been thinking it, and we're brave enough to say it. <laughs> yeah, like we said last episode, screw the royal family. Exactly. They're they're hiding Prince Albert, that little nasty ass man. True. Um. Um, Dick Cheney, if you're listening to this, please die already. Um, <laughs> it's time. Yeah. I saw that Adam McKay film. <laughs> yeah, Vice. <laughs> Vice, where you know who I'm talking about. The man who has pushed guy? his body to such yes. extremes. Yeah, Christian Bale? Yes, that's his name. Christian Bale, who is British and I keep forgetting. Really? At this point, it's like, he. yep, he is British. I thought he's from, like, Arkansas or something. He does have that look. <laughs> I just remember he's he's his weight fluctuates a lot for movies. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, it's like, my guy, that Oscar nomination is, uh, it's not worth it. You already got yours. Tap <laughs> out. Yeah. I guess that's just, that's, uh, I'm not enough of an, an artist to understand <laughs> his craft. Yeah. I think so. And I never will be. <laughs> um, you told me that you got Instacart with your brother, I Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing, because, like, I'm home right now. It's spring break. Woo, woo. Going crazy doing Instacart. That's how I've been spending. <laughs> That's how I've been spending my break. But it's, like, nice because we'll get, like, the other day we did it for, like, a couple hours. And we got, like, 70 bucks. So I was like... All right, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to to join Instacart because we thought, like, oh, maybe we'll get, like, a fast pass to the front of the vaccine line. Like, we'll try to be essential workers, but did not work. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) We've been making some money. We've been running all over town, making some fun little deliveries. And then one, this one order came in, and they live, like, they lived, like, 10 minutes away from, like, where we are. So we were like, oh, that's not too far. Like, let's do that. Because I live in, like, you know, farm country, middle of nowhere. Like, we pass, like, four cornfields every day on the way to elementary school. Like, that, that is where I am from. So when we get an order that's, like, pretty close, it's like, oh, that's perfect. And they gave us, like, a little, like, because you can add, like, little messages to it. And they said, like, hey, like, this is the code for the gate. So we were, like, gated community. Like, Ooh. we're about to go into this mansion this is going to be awesome. These people must be, like, super rich. So we take the order. We get into the store. And, like, their order is just, like, tons of juice and, like, four packs of Werther's. <laughs> and then, like, one big pack of tater tots, like the frozen tater tots. So I was like, that's kind of weird. But okay. Like, well, we'll keep we'll keep going. We'll get those eight gallons of, like, cranberry juice and lemonade. Oh, cranberry. <laughs> Not even cranberry cocktail. I, they got like eight different kinds. I didn't even know there were that many different ocean sprays. (laughs) Yeah, it was like. They probably mix them. They're that kind of family. Yeah, they were, they were going crazy. 
So then we, you know, we plug in their little address, you know, Waze gives us the little, your destination is on the right, Ooh. you know, so we, we get there and it's like this chain fence and the sign that's like, welcome to fun time adventure campground. Uh, we were like, what? Uh, <laughs> we were like, this is the address? And under it, like on the sign, you know, super fun campground. And then it was like Washington, D.C. location. I was like, Washington, D.C.? This is a scam. We, we are like an hour away from D.C. There is no way this counts. And like already I felt like something was up. I was a little spooked. But we punch in the little code. We get in the little chain gate. And there's just tons and tons of like RVs and like these little log cabin looking things. There's like <laughs> a playground. There's a pool. There's like kids running around playing. There's like a visitor center. It was so strange to me. I felt like I was walking into like the set of like a Black Mirror episode. Like, yeah. I think it was either like a cult or like they're running this like huge meth operation. It was, I was so scared. <laughs> I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. And I, I didn't like it at all. The, like, there was, there had to be lies taking place there. That's very odd. I feel like, okay, first of all, what, it, was it open? Like, were there actual children there? Yeah, there were, like, groups of children playing on this little tiny, like, playground that they had in the middle. That's a little sus. It was, and I only saw, like, one very short, like, white man walking around by himself. I saw no other people, and then just a giant group of children playing. Okay, um, if you squinted, are you sure that that white man was not actually just Michael Jackson in disguise? <laughs> I this... know, it literally... <laughs> well, um, at least it wasn't Kool-Aid. Because if I had seen that mixed with Kool-Aid, I'm like, this is a Jonestown 2.0 situation. <laughs> yeah, literally. They do it with the ocean spray instead. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that this is a front. I don't know whose parents would set their children out to just go to a, basically a park, essentially. Yeah. And then get contaminated by a bunch of other children as one <laughs> random man watches from a distance. <laughs> yeah. And then makes them eat tater tots, probably frozen. Yeah, he makes them suck on them to heat them up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's a popsicle and a fried dish all in one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So initially, I was intrigued by your attempts to get this vaccine because I was like, mm -hmm. I'm, I love a good scam. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know there are people who are like, this vaccine is... There, there's a chip in it. They're going to try and track you. And I'm like, honey, they're already tracking us. You think I care? I, I would rather be tracked and also be able to, like, go outside and get, you know, some nachos and eat them communally. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if Bill Gates knows where I am 24-7. Yeah. Let him. True. You ever see that video of him jumping over a chair? No. All right. Well, <laughs> that was the end of that conversation. He was. It was an interview in the 90s, and this woman was like, I heard that you can jump over a chair, like, a full, like, large chair. And he was like, yeah, it depends on the size. And then I said that he does it. I remember there was, like, a Bill Gates video where they're, like, asking him how much groceries are. 
and like they show him like a small box of like pizza rolls or whatever, like those Totinos, yeah. and he's like, mm, I don't know, like twenty dollars. <laughs> everyone was like, what? Twenty dollars? Oh. oh my fucking god! It's bad. <laughs> oh no! What are they mowing? <laughs> the grass is dead. Okay, now it's gone again. I think I might keep that Some in. Some bullshit. I yeah. want to keep that in. Excuse me. I live on a very large property, yeah. and there are people mowing. I don't know who they are because it's my father <laughs> is the one who handles all of that. Um, yeah. <sighs> anyway, sometimes I just come downstairs and there's these random sweaty men in my living room and I think, oh, is mom having one of those parties again? <laughs> but then it turns out they just work for us. <laughs> Back to what we were talking about. Very important. Um, yeah. Let's Bill Gates not knowing how what anything costs. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't been shopping in like 40 years. Yeah. So it is moments like that where I feel like, you know... Th- it really does rouse this, like, the proletariat need to rise up now <laughs> sort of sentiment. But it also is aspirational because I want to be so detached from the common folk. Yeah. That I, I'm at a level of wealth where I, like, the the prices of basic, like, necessities don't even register to me. Like, that, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think it's time... To move on to our next segment, our next juicy little segment, Mm -hmm. people we would bring back from the dead. Yeah. I know that many people who are listening to this are like, we know that you're very powerful women. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, we have not mastered necromancy. Uh, We haven't unlocked that part of our um, texts yet. Yeah. And you know what? This is all hypothetical. If you brought people back from the dead, they'd be nasty, they'd be gross, they'd be rotting. True. You'd have to take care of them. Ugh, no, no. Yeah, too much work. But hypothetically, these are some of the people I would want to bring back. Number one, Stephen Hawking. I don't think it would really take that much to reanimate him. <laughs> um, no offense. But I like also, a lot of it would just be like making sure that his like speak and spell thing um, <laughs> is plugged in properly. Yeah. Because I want him to be able to communicate. Yeah. Uh, and he'd probably be like, why'd, why'd you bring me back? Like, what was the point? I was at peace. <laughs> My suffering had ended. And I was like, shut up, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Tell me more about time. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about time. Yeah. And then he would explain it to me in detail and I would have no understanding of what he's saying because I... My understanding of time is like, it's the fourth dimension. <laughs> it's the it bends gravity bends space time it's uh something about not always being linear <laughs> right interstellar yeah. i skimmed through that book i skimmed through his book um yeah. that would be my first person mm-hmm. second person controversial mm-hmm. and frank oh um initially i was like yes she deserves to be brought back but then on second thought i was like her whole family is dead. Like, what would she be? What would she live for? And she'd also find out that everyone read her private diary, yeah. like millions upon millions of people, and it's still in syndication. Yeah, everyone knows about her little crush on on Pater, right? It's like, oh, by the way, your dad read all that stuff about you uh, uh, flicking your bean and being kind of gay, and he cut that out. 
Ni Katara. Dang. I'm like, we know you're a bi icon, Frank. We know. <laughs> that still terrifies me. Could you imagine if your journal got published? Mm. That's so scary. I would end it all. <laughs> oh my god. I know for a fact if my journal as a 13 year old got published, if anything, it would have like justified the persecution of my people. They would have been <laughs> oh my like, god. they'd have been like, this is what we were getting rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um. All right. Well. That was my my second. Um, Hemingway is my third. I want to bring him back just to punch him in the face. Yeah. I want to punch him in his little face and I want to be like, we get it. You have mommy issues. <laughs> Whoop-dee-doo. And you drink. Like, you're not special. Yeah. Take a number, baby. <laughs> um, Who else? Michael Jackson. Because why not? True. Literally, why not at this point? I want to know if he touched those kids. I want to know. <laughs> like, okay, do you think he did? I don't know. I feel like it definitely seems like there's a not impossible chance that he did. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it was weird that he had kids sleeping in his bedroom without their parents there. Yeah. that That's yeah freaky. I feel like I, if I got invited to Neverland, I'd be like, ooh, hee hee, I'm wearing my little nighty Jackson. And then he'd be like, no, not you. <laughs> And then I'd feel left out. This is just like what happened when I was in the Catholic Church. No one ever looked at me. <laughs> uh. That's messed up. But um, we live in a messed up world. Yeah. I would want to know. He'd probably deny it in that like yeah. wispy voice of his where he's like, I love all the children. And then I'd make him say hee hee. Hee hee. Hee hee. At, at knife point, but he'd probably enjoy that. Yeah, and um, then he'd, he'd moonwalk away. <laughs> yeah, he'd just moonwalk into the darkness. We'd never yeah. see him again. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was now going a little further back, Cleopatra. Oh. I want to hear her side of the story. Mm -hmm. I also, two things. I want her to spill the tea on Mark Anthony and Julius Caesar. Mm. I want to know who was better. Who's is bigger, let's be honest. Because <laughs> wouldn't it be so great? I feel like people, I know this sounds weird, but whenever I think of like a historical figure or just a random person in general, I always imagine them the most compromising or vulnerable situation. <laughs> yeah. And I would just like to know for these like great, these great titans of, you know, Western history, Caesar is like, you know, did he, uh, do you like a little... A little finger up, up the up the booty. Yeah. Yeah, I'd want to know. Also, it must have been nasty as shit, because, like, they didn't shower daily. True. And they didn't douche. Yeah. Man, how did people do it back then? That's disgusting. True. That's getting a little off course. But Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Also, I'd want to see where the ass bit her on the titty. The who? Remember how she, got, she committed suicide because she got a poisonous snake to bite her? On the chest, an asp. Oh, no. I gotta catch up on my uh, ancient history. Yes, it was very dramatic. Also, I don't know if poisonous bite by a snake is really the best way to go. It seems, like, oddly <laughs> painful. Yeah. Anyway, I guess it's dramatic. It's, it's a good way to go. 
yeah, very um, phallic <laughs> symbology that a bunch of historians and writers will read way too deep into hundreds of years <laughs> yeah. later. So now that she's gone, I would I would take my next options would be I'd bring back all of the golden girls who died. So mm. Betty White's still alive. She's still kicking. Mm-hmm. And then I'd invite her over and I'd make them reenact my favorite episodes from the TV show. Like I'd string them up <laughs> on a makeshift set. Yeah. And I'd feed her lines and she'd be like, please let me go. It's, this is horrible. And I'd be like, say the line, Rose. <laughs> like dark golden girls. So Betty White would still be her current age today. You would, yeah. You wouldn't have any like reversal technology. No, 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 no. And they would fully just, they would also be corpses, like deteriorating <laughs> oh, no. corpses. Um, And I'd be like, it's one of the later seasons. What do you mean? <laughs> That's the beauty of being like Betty White has was old in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Like I've seen episodes of the Golden Girls, and it's like, wait, she was like seventy here, <laughs> at least in her sixties, I think, like early sixties. Yeah. And shout out to Betty White. Shout out to Betty White, the baddest bee in the game. True. Hope she's still alive at the end of this uh, podcast recording. <laughs> What if we got a notification and it was like, CNN headline, (laughs) Betty White finally croaks. That's like I always, there's always, someone tweets it like every month. They'll tweet like, like breaking news, Betty White just, and then it'll just like under that will be like lived another day or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, don't scare me like that. Yeah. So that's my, my dream is to get those girls back together. Uh, and then finally, JFK. Mm. Um, just because I want to see that head, I want to. <laughs> I want to see that wound, baby. Yeah, it'd be funny. I want to like stick my my hand in it. Oh, and I want to be like, why? I mean, it like blew the side of his head off. You ever see the the video? Yeah, actually, yes. Unfortunately, I did. That's insane. We witnessed a president dying in real time. That's insane. That's so crazy. Damn. That's, like, scary. That's freaky. And then Jackie was sitting there. I rarely feel sympathy for, like, people who make above a certain um, income. But in that (laughs) moment, I was like, I feel for her. That must have been... That must have sucked. Yeah. That's gotta be bad. I had a karate instructor in high school (laughs) who was there. Like, he was in the Secret Service. And he was at the assassination, like, a few cars down. What? That's wild. That's crazy. I know. Shout out to you, Mr. Fuchs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know that you have some people that you want to reanimate. Yeah. I feel like uh, Genghis Khan has to be on there. Understandable. The the big Mongols man. He basically con- he conquered like all of Asia. And I feel like he's also like Loki, the father of everyone that lives in Asia right now. Yeah. So I feel like he should have to come back, meet some of his kids, maybe pay some child support. I'm just saying. He gathers them all in a stadium. He's like, sorry, I've been gone for a while. I was getting cigarettes. Or, um. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. It is insane to me that like how much of a prolific rapist do you have to be <laughs> to have that much of a genetic impact? Yeah. That's wild. You ever think about back in the day, if you were living in a village... Like, people could literally just run through it and kill your family and then make you, like, a slave. And you'd just be like, well, that's life. <laughs> yeah, that's and no one cared. Like <laughs> Dang. 
I mean, that still kind of happens yeah, now. Yeah, I was about you know. to say, I don't know that that's totally gone away. No, there's like ads about it now and people in other countries would be like, damn, that sucks. And then they like switch channels. It's Coney so 2012 I- all over again. Coney 2012. <laughs> I the entire <laughs> history of that initially coming out. I remember it was like April of 2012, and they were like, "This video will delete itself on December 31st, 2012." Right? <laughs> yeah. And they fully made this guy out to be such a big thing, and then, and then the guy who made it was caught on film, like by TMZ or whatever, walking down buck naked down the street, like yelling and. Wanking his his little uh, his his little you know weedle stick, and that was the conclusion to the the whole Coney twenty twelve story. <laughs> and then a bunch of people who actually work with like you know child soldier organizations and stuff being like, yeah, Coney's not even been active for a hot minute. Why is this the guy? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah, I just remember everyone in, like, middle school, like, freaking out about it. And then, like, the principal had to, like, make an announcement, like, there's going to be some flyers on the walls. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, only, only look at them if you're interested. Uh, we do not take a formal statement for or against this movement, but we approved it because some students came to us very passionate about the cause. I can't. Like, That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. I wish that um, maybe I could have I could have been devil's advocate and been like, you know, they're, he's providing these children with um, a career path. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. not you know there's no there's not that much like career longevity. They get to live a fast, uh, an interesting life. They get rations like they get. Food, yeah, that's true. Like- <laughs> they uh, I mean, clearly they're being provided with like. Skin products, because all of those faces are glowing. Um, yeah. Might just be the sweat, but so there's good sides to every person. I feel like we're not looking mm-hmm. at we're not looking at his perspective. Yeah, why can't we just accept all sides can have differences? Yeah, okay? I'm a fence sitter when it comes to child soldiers. I don't take a stand <laughs> yeah. on anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, you got Genghis Khan. Anybody else? Mm, I feel like if I had to pick somebody else, I'm going to say this could be controversial. Say it, but I'm going to say Avril Lavigne. Okay. She's definitely dead. She definitely died. Yeah. Like, there's no way that Avril Lavigne from, like, what was that, the 90s, early 2000s is yeah, the like same 03. Avril Lavigne as today. I've seen those videos where they're, like, comparing her, her skull and her bone structure. How did her <laughs> nose change from this to this and her teeth changed? And I'm like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, on one hand, it's like, was Avril Lavigne such, like, a lucrative cash cow that they would have gone through the effort of, like, (laughs) getting a clone? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Anything's possible. Or maybe she just shifted. Because I remember initially being like, I'm I'm skeptical about this. And then I saw that, like, um, Hello Kitty (laughs) song she made. And I was like, oh, God. This This doesn't seem like the same person. Yeah. Mino sato arigato. Ka-ka-ka-ka-wa-i. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Avril. Avril, if you're out there, we miss you. Yeah. Bring back the original one. Come back. I want to be a skater girl. That song had much more of a, an impact on my childhood than I would say the entirety of my um, 
elementary school education. <laughs> yeah. It was so wild. Remember the video where it's complicated in the beginning where she's like, you, you guys want to go crash the mall? Okay. And I'm like, it's a public place. How do you <laughs> crash it? Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to be there. <laughs> yeah. But that was the era of mall kids. I don't miss that. I don't miss going to the mall and then it being after like three. So all like the middle school mm. and high school kids are let out. Mm-hmm. And there'd be these packs of boys with gelled hair. <laughs> yeah. Just lurking. And like the plaid cargo shorts. <laughs> oh my God. They'd go to the food court, get some like nuggets or something. Yeah. I mean, the mall that was closest to my house before the area got like super gentrified, it was like <laughs> a lot of, it was like families like, a lot of Hispanic families with, like, babies. Mm. That was the biggest demographic. And they were fine because they weren't loud. Like, that's the thing. I don't mind families because they... The babies, once they stop screaming, <laughs> like, once you stick food in their mouths, yeah. they're good. Yeah. But then the high school kids and the middle schoolers, they think they run everything. True. They don't throw their trash away. I feel like an old man on my porch, like, shaking <laughs> my cane, like, You kids! Clean up after yourselves. Clean up after yourselves. Put your pants up. I can <laughs> yeah. see your ass crack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a continuation of me um, having a distrust for kids. I think once you reach 13, 13 to 18, that's the scariest range of ages. Once their bodies start changing, it's over. Terrifying. They're so mean. It's like that hormonal cocktail they've got cooking up and they're <laughs> yeah. sweaty. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that at all. Yeah. There's parts of me that are, like, grateful that I'm from, like, a small town. I feel like, you know, sort of there's nothing really around. I mean, like, things are starting to build up now, like, new shopping centers. But, like, basically to hang out, we would just go to Walmart. Like, that was the only thing to do. But I'm kind of glad because, like, if I was one of those people that went to the mall to hang out all the time, like, oh, no thank you. I understand that. I feel like your your living situation growing up was so interesting because it's countryside, but it's not the Midwest and it's not the South. Yeah. So you don't, it's just like, it's like when people who grow up on the country or like sort of the rural areas of like New Hampshire <laughs> yeah. or Vermont, you're like, that's too vague. Yeah. Like there's literally like probably like eight Trump billboards within like a five mile radius of me. <sighs> it's very strange. But then there's also like... There was, like, a handful of gays in my class, you know? <laughs> like, it's like, we've got a nice Whoa. spread. There's a few super alt-right people. We had a few leftists. We had a sprinkle of gays in there. <laughs> like, it was a nice little Spicy. trail mix. We talking female or male gays? I think there's a little bit of each. It was a nice little spread. That's nice. Yeah. My school, I mean, my school definitely had gays, but it was, like, a suburban. Mm. It was, like, suburban. Yeah, you'd expect there to be a few. Yeah. And um, I hated them all. Um, (laughs) I, you know, I wasn't homophobic before, but then after high school, I was like, they don't deserve rights. Um, I would just like to say um, these are great additions for people you want to bring back from the dead. That was initially what we're talking about. Um, It's incredible how every single conversation we have is just one point. And then a tangent, and then we like drag it back yeah. down to what we were originally. Talking yeah, we about. really gotta milk all of our bits for what they're worth. Yeah, um, but that was the end of that section, and now it's time to talk about our dreams. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> 
la 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 our dreams and i'm when i mean dream i don't mean like aspirations i mean like literal dreams yeah um i had the strangest dream about two nights ago uh, and not I had a dream like MLK. <laughs> and it wasn't the one about Donald Trump jerking off in the Home Depot parking lot. Mm. I don't know if I talked about that one, but maybe I did. I probably did. Um, it was Stranger. So I was I was floating above the world. Oh. Uh, but the world I was looking down on was just a bunch of random scenes from a horror movie. And I could rewind and fast forward and like control the time. Mm-hmm. So I would do this thing where I would just like gently hover above the characters because they couldn't see me yeah and i would get like really really close to them like disturbingly close to their faces um so yeah i get physically close not emotionally attached Mm -hmm. and then i was um it was this scene of like two sisters and they were on a lake and then one of them got shot i don't know and one of them was clutching the other one she was like no (laughs) cynthia and then there was a witch hiding in the tree branches who i think did it (laughs) yeah right and I tried to hover above her to get closer, but then she lifted her head mm. and she saw me and I knew that she could see me and it freaked me out. Mm. And then it like, it cut scenes. All my dreams have like cut scenes. I don't know who's editing it, but it like cuts <laughs> from one scene to another. And then it got even weirder. I was floating above another witch, a different one, a green mm. nature witch. She was covered in like algae. Yeah. So... I was hovering above her, she didn't see me, and then I apparated into someone's house and there was a small party <laughs> where Kendall Jenner, Zendaya, oh. and some Instagram models were in, in attendance, but also Leslie Jones was there. <laughs> this was such an odd, and it was just like a random person's house. It was not like an event. It was yeah. not, it was not like a fancy house. Yeah. Um, all of them were there. Everyone was wearing green as, except for Leslie. She was in a red dress. And she was mm. like, damn, I didn't get the memo. And the girls laughed. And then one of the girls was really jealous of Kendall. And she just sort of looked at her in this like skimpy green dress. And she was like, why do I even try? Like, <laughs> like what's even the point? Um, and then she went to the bathroom and she cried. Because mm. I think her, her body dysmorphia was triggered. But like no one mm. went in after her. Like we didn't care. <laughs> oh, no. And we, we, so we moved into another room. <laughs> And we started eating pizza and drinking Pepsi. Oh, um, interesting but Pepsi. They, I, Pepsi choice. It's the That's Pepsi for me. It's the small details. Yeah. And I remember sitting there awkwardly. Mind you, the house, the decor is like 70s home decor. Mm. And so we were sitting on the couch. I could tell that none of them liked me. Like there was this palpable <laughs> tension in the room. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to move into the living room. Um, and I went downstairs and there was like again 70s decor so there's like that weird beige carpet and like wood paneling that was in houses during the 70s and the living room is filled with a bunch of 50 something year olds all in like sweaters and sweater vests <laughs> quietly eating jello salad and <laughs> the the i don't know the patriarch of the family i'm assuming mm-hmm. is in an office chair the office is in the middle of the living room mind you <laughs> so i come up to him He's sitting in his office, his office chair. He's eating vanilla wafers. Oh. And I make a joke. We start gabbing. Because on some level, it's like if I'm invited to someone's house as a child, I will immediately start talking to the parents. Um, so I started making jokes about something about Jesus doing stand-up. He said something about <laughs> Jesus, and I was like, you know, Jesus actually, he's really funny. If you look at, like, <laughs> you know, the Gospel of Luke, he was doing a, he did a tight 10. He did a set. And he got... And then his face just changed and you could tell he got, he was like offended by what I said. Mm -hmm. And it got very serious. And then the mother 
came up to me and she was like, sweetie, I need you to see this. Okay. And then this is where it truly, I don't, you ever been in a dream and you're like shocked at what is happening in the dream, even though you know it's not real? Yeah. And let me explain why. She put in a VHS tape into the TV, and the video was, like, very 80s aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And it was a Christian propaganda movie, right? (laughs) But it was made specifically for this woman. Like, it addressed her by name. It was like, hey, Molly, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, am I being brainwashed? Mm -hmm. Like, what is going on here? But then I watched the whole thing. And initially, the video... Was a live was live action, but then it morphed into an animated film where these children who were initially very adorable went from being very cute to these like grotesque. I they almost look like anti-Semitic propaganda drawings. Oh no! <laughs> like, have you ever seen like Psychic Pebbles Mm-mm. on YouTube? You'll know what I mean by that. Like the creepiest, and they were at a lunch table, and the boy offered her a Boston cream donut, and his voice. I literally sounded like, hey, Molly, you want some of this question? You want some of this question, Chris? I was like, what is happening? He just, and the donut was so, his hand was like kind of mangled and he was like, Mm. I brought this donut for you because you've been so good. Stop. And then it cut from that scene and then it randomly shifted like fully to another animated movie about a weird lemur creature and a bird who are in love and they build a small plane together. No, (laughs) it's I don't even know if I could call it. a. It was like based on a lemur, but it was blue and white. Um, And they build a small plane together. And I'm thinking she's a bird. Like what? She can fly. Why does she need (laughs) a plane? But I guess it's because they wanted to fly together. Mm. Um, but then they crash into a lake and there was this oddly sexual scene where the lemur seductively like comes out of the water and he like <laughs> he shakes his fur and it and then a, a sloth who is a skater shows up and he's the antagonist and then yeah. he straight up like slashes the lemur in the face with his claws oh my god then I woke up um, so what do you think it means? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know what the conclusion was. Yeah. I think at that point I tapped out. I was like, what else could happen in this? <laughs> yeah, Clearly none of these scenes are like attached to each other. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you listened that like overly long. <laughs> that was entertaining. I um I want to get psychoanalyzed. Yeah. That's what I dream. That's that is basically what my dreams are like pretty much every night. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like you had I feel like I have, like, no dream. That's impossible, Rachel. You just don't remember them. True. I bet you dream of running through a a field, the headband still on, <laughs> yeah. like in Shrek. Yeah. There's, like, village people chasing you. Yeah. And at the end of it, you just, you sit down and eat, like, a nice warm pretzel. And you're like, wow, this was a nice dream. And then you wake <laughs> up refreshed. Yeah. Not all of us can be like that. <laughs> True. Sorry, I'm just like so agree yeah sometimes you know when you're a creative genius like me that's just the yeah. stuff you dream of is sexy yeah. lemurs and yeah. <laughs> and weird uh children's cartoons yeah i still can get the voice it's i it was so alarming you yeah yeah that's so crazy 
I was so scared they would notice me looking at them. And then they would like <laughs> sort of turn to the camera and look at me. And then I would, I would, and then that's how I die. Mm. There's something very scary about being seen. Very true. Ooh, not to get all New Yorker op-ed on us. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> there's something really scary about being seen. <sighs> well, um, that was my wacky dream. Um, yeah. What if every episode, yeah. every episode, I was like, so this week, this is what I dreamed about. Yeah. Um, we have like a, a psychologist come on to, to help yeah. you. She's just like, you're very disturbed. Yeah. We've never seen anything like this. Yeah. This is off the charts. She's like, there's no use. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, did I, do I get pills? And she's like, no, <laughs> you just get institutionalized. I'm like, damn it. Not again. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, well, I mean, at least this time they let me walk in. I'm not brought in with a straight jacket. <laughs> yeah. Those things suck. What if you get, like, a nose itch? Then what? Yeah. What do you do? I've read you have to, like, dislocate your shoulder to, like, get out of one. Ugh. Why was I looking at that? I don't know. <laughs> one day I was like, Research. how do I get out of a straight jacket? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, and they're like, I how are you typing know. this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I type with my nose. <laughs> like a bird just pecking. Oh, man. All right. And that's all we got to say on that. Tune in next week for another episode. See ya. Bye. <laughs> you want a donut? The Boardroom with Sarah and Rachel is a production of Rails Comedy Network. The Boardroom is produced by Walker Green and edited by Rachel Nicewander. Stephen Duransky is our graphic designer, and our theme music is by Doug Maxwell and Media Right Productions. You can follow us on Instagram at Boardroom Podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to The Boardroom on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment, rate, and review. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Solicit us. We'll take anything. <laughs> <laughs>